right, I guess we'll get into what we actually are here for. Uh, welcome in to Off the Cuff Sports. Now with two daddies. Well, I guess technically there's always been three daddies on the show. <laughs> Amen. We added a a member to the Off the Cuff odd blended family uh, earlier this week with Solomon Lamar Johnson Jr. Second. The second, not Jr., sorry. Um, affectionately known as Duo. Is that correct? We're calling him Duo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He wanted to call him Deuce, but uh, his wife said no. His wife vetoed that that one. It's not allowed. Uh, how are you feeling, sir? You feeling you feeling good down there? Oh, I'm good. I'm sleepy, but I mean, I'm seeing this chubby cheek face. Is it fine? I know what it was like for me, but what was that moment like? The moment you saw him, like the the doctor pull him out. Boy, nothing else matters. I exactly. Yeah. Less about anything else. Just making sure he was great. That was the most grounding moment of my entire life. Right, like a baby. <laughs> my my feet were stuck to the ground when I saw him. Like I couldn't move. Yeah, they have a way of doing that to you. I couldn't. Yeah. Oh no. And I was speechless. I literally could not speak for like five minutes after he and guys like talking to him saying hey buddy what's going on i'm just like it's like talk to him like there are no words coming out of my mouth right now. <laughs> there's nothing that you can say it's like he's he's mine i don't yeah. know what to do like uh, you know what to do i take that bag but oh hey buddy you just i don't know you get in that mode where it's just like you'll do you'll, you'll kill somebody Oh, yeah. All that stuff rushes over you all at once. Nothing else matters. Uh, so congratulations to Solomon. Uh, we'll get to, let's get to the Distress Club for this week. Um, what are our thoughts on that? Um, the state of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of the NFL. I mean, COVID is rearing its ugly well, head with, with everybody right now. Right. Um, you know, the amount of players that are in COVID protocols right now is alarming. Um, with the NFL, I feel like there's enough people between practice squad and, you know, yeah. the full roster that you could kind of survive missing a few people. But you only have, what, 15 players on the NBA roster. And when you lose five, six of them to COVID protocols. Yeah, you're in trouble right there. Yeah. Um, So I think they canceled the Bulls games recently. Mm -hmm. Um, The Lakers had to sign Isaiah Thomas um, to a 10-day contract because they they lost five players. Um, It's just, you know, it's rough for teams. And now Kyrie Irving's getting a second chance, even though he wasn't supposed to play. because yeah, the Nets have, have no players. <laughs> yeah. So. Kyrie ever pulling a Thanos right now. You couldn't live with your own failure. So where did that bring you? Back to me. Back to me. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, NFL um, is in the same boat. Definitely for sure. Um, they had to actually change rules. You're not allowed to have guests um, on road trips anymore. Which I'm like, why was that not always that? Why did they allow that to begin with this season? I mean, I feel like that shouldn't have, that should have never been allowed from the jump. And then that's not even just from a COVID standpoint, just from a, you know, game prep standpoint. I don't want anybody in there distracting my players before a game. Losing any extra testosterone, you know. We want all that testosterone built up for the game. 
Because that, that's what Lawrence Taylor, you know, Lawrence Taylor, the real LT, the greatest linebacker of all time, he used to send call girls to people he was playing the next day. And so they would be, so the guy would be up the entire night, exhausted for the game. Small price you have to pay to win. Hey, it, it, you look real good with a guy, guy you're going against is, is, is dozing between plays. Right. Two what seconds. What were you doing? Reaction. What would you be doing a damn, like that much? You'd be dozing off damn plays like, dog, you, you gotta get your weight up. You can't be that dead gonna go off the Lord have mercy. Well, they, 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 would, they, would have, they would have at least a second uh, slower reaction time because of how much they uh how how much how much they would lose sleep over it. Lord. Who's so your team to stress this week, Solo? I mean, I Your sleep, is that what's in distress right now? Yeah, my sleep is in distress. Um shoot, as far as sports go. I mean, like like Lamores was saying, the whole NBA is like trashed right now due to COVID. I mean, like I know that they're doing the best that they can, but everyone I thought. Do they need to pull a space jam and just shut things down for like two weeks? Uh, probably be the, it wouldn't be a, a terrible thing for them to do. I know but but with the Christmas game coming up, they're probably not gonna shut down. They, they oh yeah, no, they, they better not shut the game down. That's they everything. They can't, they they better not shut down that Christmas game. Like that was the whole point. Like I wanted to watch that with my with my boy, but like I don't think that the NBA can afford to lose all that money two years in a row. So they're not going to do that. No, they can't. Do it. They can't afford to do they it. They can't afford to. But you know how players have been advocating for like a one to two week break um, around All Star break. Um, to break up the season um, and just have yeah. some actual rest. This, honestly, I guess after Christmas, in between Christmas and New Year's, just a one to two week rest would be perfect. Like right now, yeah. just to kind of reset and then gear you up for the second half of the season. Um, I also think they, they, they have, they're having an issue with their schedules too. I mean, so some of these back-to-backs they have to play that are on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think you got to, I think you got to be better with that. I think you really do. I mean, this is a grind of a season to begin with. And then you want to throw in these guys playing back to back on the road. I think, and and, and and even bringing it back to COVID, that that goes to lack of sleep, lack of energy, that lowers your immune system. You're more likely to catch things at that point. I mean, that's, that's just a basic, uh, you know, physiology type thing, so. I, I definitely need. They, they think they need to have more breaks in there. I mean, the, the week long, two two week long break sounds good as well. But just in general, you know, don't. It's like having it's it's like having the Thursday night game in football. I mean, that's just right. that's that's tough to do. Um, and even in college, when college games are Thursday, are Thursday night games, and they've got they they have they're going from Saturday to Thursday. That's still tough. I can't imagine doing that for the NFL going from Sunday to Thursday. And I guess it, I think it's even worse for the NBA because if you look at it from an NFL standpoint, you may have what one max two Thursday games during the year. Right. No, so I was saying all, like it's bad enough for them. Right. I mean, turn around and do that for NBA players, which is a whole different level. Right. Oh, I mean, I think they got to look into that for sure. Uh, but we'll get out of the stress club. Uh, some of us are on Christmas break, so we're definitely not in the stress. You know, enjoy these next two and a half weeks uh, with our with our our sons. Um, uh, Lamoris with your ten children. You know, yeah, I'm like that. <laughs> uh, let's. I think we should first talk about um, our alma mater. Um, who has now made it to the national championship. Um, and let's just put this in the context here. This is the fourth straight head coach that has brought 
a Valdosta State to a national championship game. That is, that doesn't happen. That, you know, when you talk about a winning culture, that's what a winning culture is. That's that's when you leave, the next guy comes in, can go go to a championship, the guy after him can go to a championship. And then after that, like, this is going all the way back to Chris Hatcher, who first brought Valdosta State to a championship game in 2002, lost to Grand Valley State. He was coached by uh, a snake of a person, um, Ryan Kelly. Um, and then two years later, they went back and they won it. Three years later, after Chris Hatcher took a job at George Southern, David Dean won it. Five years later, he won it again. And a couple of years after that, he left. Bell came in and 20, what was that, 2019? 19. 19. No, 18. 18. 18. 18. Bell won a championship against Ferris State. In a very exciting game. And that's a team that actually Gary Goff is going against. Gary Goff being the new head coach and alum of the university. Uh, well, I mean, what are y'all's thoughts? I said a lot there, but, you know, what's the impact in, on your end for some people? I mean, I worked in the program in a lot of different capacities. Uh, Lamoris, you got to see a lot of things from the fan side. Uh, always sitting in the stands for a lot of these games. Uh, Solomon, you were there for two years with me under under Dean. Uh, what do you guys think about this run that we're on right here? I think it's huge from a school standpoint because everyone knows, you know, athletics kind of fund a lot of um, the bills uh, that the schools may pay. So to have a school that is consistently in the national championship picture um, almost every year has been to this is what their fourth national championship in about 20 years uh, oh, this is, uh, they've gone to this would be it would, six be, they've gone to they've okay, lost, yeah, they lost six, in 02 they, mm-hmm. lost in 02 the 104, 107 1 in 12, 1 in 18, 18 and now they're here so yeah they've been six times in 20 years Stupid Brian Kelly taking us uh, a championship away from us, but yeah. you know. <laughs> but um, I think just from a program standpoint, that is huge. Um, and if you look at it also from a GSC standpoint, we've had a GSC team in the national championship, I think five years in a row. Um, yeah. You know, that's I guess in our region. That's mm-hmm. huge for our region and, and convincing players to come to any of the schools in the GSC. It's like you're going to be in a position to where you can make a national championship no matter where you go. And that's, you know, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it's almost getting to that point of Nick Saban status where you can say, you come here, odds are you will leave with a national championship ring. That's that that's that's kind of hard to, to say, but I mean odds are you will have a class. I mean I think there's only maybe one class in the past you know ten plus years that did not leave BSU with a championship ring. There was this, this stint between twelve and uh, eighteen uh, was the only time that we really didn't have then graduate at some point with a ring as a recruiting class. So. What are your thoughts, Solomon? You know, I just like it mainly because of the fact that it kind of shows you that we're not even speaking on the fact of how many of those guys were able to go and play professional ball outside of, I mean, yeah, the NFL, but you had guys that made the CFL, some guys make it professionally in Germany who've had, like, you know, they're still having careers, some that had short careers, but hey, they can say that they got there. So it just goes against this notion that you have to be a division one athlete in order to be successful. Um, And not only be successful, but to also become a professional. Um, You don't have to do that anymore. Uh, really, you've never had to do it, but Valdosta has been a real big hotbed 
for athletes like that. I also will give credit to, you know, those guys that came before us, like, you know, like a David Dean, who kind of had the transfer, transfer portal working before there was a transfer portal working. Like getting those those Division One athletes. To Ryan Strader. I don't know how he came about Austin State. Oh, because Ryan Strader was dumber than a box of rocks. That's why he couldn't add. But he was shared, built was, like a truck, though. Oh yeah, no, nah, he could he could he could block some. Oh, 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 don't get too loud now, Daddy. So yeah, he, he was built like he was. You didn't realize truly how big this guy was until I didn't realize it until we were in we were in uh, Mississippi for the Delta State game my freshman year, and we're chilling out in the hallway waiting to hand the guys their 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 loops um, of, of laundry, um, and this man who is he is there there's he's probably have like maybe three percent body fat on it. He was. For a lineman, he was very fit. And he pretty much took up the entire hallway at the hotel. Like this man was huge. And for some reason, our roommate just liked to play around with him. You, you, you never you say get just mad was smart as person. <laughs> you but you know what? Just was smart. <laughs> What's really crazy about it? How many? pro NFL football players do you know of who did not play high school football? Yeah, Schrader is one. Schrader, Schrader did not play yeah. high school football. He, Schrader was, that's right, Schrader went to uh, Coffeyville Community, uh, Coffeyville College, it's a ju JUCO in Kansas. And the head football coach there walked into the rec center and saw him backpedaling, playing pickup basketball, and said, "That's my left tackle." That 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 is literally how this man became a NFL Super Bowl playing. But Lamarcus, we won't talk about that Super Bowl. Let's <laughs> years ago. We're over it. <laughs> years ago, we? We're not over it. We're not. It's rearing its ugly head. Because uh, you know, Schrader's the one that actually led up that that sack fumble. That was on him. That when they had that first and ten. We don't care. We've got the World Series. We don't care. <laughs> but, that, but literally, it was Schrader that actually gave up that sack. Right. Well, and the running back. Yeah. You got to block that, but. I don't know. Regardless. Also, don't forget about like you know the the talents of Kenny Moore, and I get it. Yeah, he Kenny wasn't Moore playing until high, high school football. Yeah, but he, yeah, he was a soccer player and played cornerback for one year in high school. Got out of scholarship to Valdosta to play football, and now is the if he most had played all four years. He would have come to he would have come to VSU. He would have gone somewhere else. Oh yeah, most definitely. But you look at him, and now he is. I looked it up the other day. He's the most paid Valdosta State football player in the pros of all time. He's been paid more than Jesse Tuggle, which I mean, obviously Jesse Tuggle had a longer career, but contracts are bigger now. Yeah. So yeah, he's had he's got more money than than him and Jesse Tuggle. Obviously, he's is. also the highest played slot highest paid slot defender in the league mm -hmm. in the league right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, nominated, show you. nominated for the Walter Payton mm -hmm. Man of the Year award. Right, potential Pro Bowl this year, even though he got snubbed last year. Yeah, he's he been getting snubbed last year. Yeah. It, it just goes to show you all the talent that you have in Valdosta, and I really do think the reason why you see a lot of talent in Valdosta is because, I mean, Valdosta geometrically is is a perfect high. Geographically, grade. not not yeah, geometrically. Yeah, Geometrically, geographically, same thing. Look, I'm going on two hours of sleep. Give me a break. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, geographically, it's in a great place where you're in South Georgia already, not that far away from, you're six hours away from Metro Atlanta. 
you're you're no, you're less out. than that. It's like three hours to Atlanta. Oh, that's true. You got four. You're you're less than an hour and a half away from Tallahassee, which is a hotbed for recruits there. Then you go in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville. And then you go three hours, I mean less than three hours west. You're already in, you're in Alabama for those type of recruits. So when you look and at it, I feel I feel they like they get in state tuition at for Florida, South Carolina, Alabama. Uh, and I think is it North Carolina as well, Morris? I have no idea. I know it's South Carolina. Tennessee. Tennessee, I think maybe, yeah. Yeah. But they have in-state tuition there, which is a huge recruiting thing for them. And a lot of schools have been complaining about it actually, because you know they can go they can go snatch up Florida guys, Alabama guys, and they don't have to pay extra. They can give them the same because they're because because the thing is uh, like a uh, West Florida, their fifteen hundred dollars semester scholarship to a Georgia player doesn't go as far as a VSU $1,500 scholarship to a Florida player. Well, they've got to understand they relate to the party. Valdosta realized real soon, because I remember that, we all remember that when we were there, they jacked up the prices of our tuition uh, in order to keep that the same because they realized like, hey, you know, football, unfortunately, is their moneymaker and it supplies a lot of their sports like you know girls volleyball and boys and girls tennis and soccer and all that bs so it's like these other schools can afford to do it because if you honestly and i mean i'll say it without any of a doubt because west florida shows you they can do the exact same thing in one year or less and west florida is actually i think in a better place oh, yeah. geographically than valdosta because you're smack dab on Pensacola Beach. Like the campus is less than 20 minutes away from the beach. Yeah. And I love Valdosta to death, but um, the beach is 15 times better than being landlocked and going to the bars. Well, cause here's, here's so, the thing, here's the thing. And at Valdosta, you get the same humidity as Pensacola, but you don't get the sea breeze. You don't, you don't get the views either. Like as a recruit walking into their stadium, well, baseball field, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, they play in the minor league baseball. So, and you can see the beach the from beach, the right. Meanwhile, Versus, we're still playing in a high school stadium. That doesn't even have our branding on it. We're playing with paw prints around not the stadium. Not anymore. It's well, up the, stand, the stands. That's right. This, but they, they've actually started going and covering those up for our games. Okay. Uh, Herb, I'll, me and Herb didn't always get along, but... That's one thing he started to do well is he started to make the stadium feel more like ours when we're in there. Still can't get rid of the yellow paw print on the seats, but yeah. no, he, he has seat covers on them, so you don't. He does now. Yeah, he puts seat covers on. Yeah, that, that happened after okay. you left. That was, yeah, that was when, out to when, him. when Bell was there. Shouts out to him. He's a good, he was a decent guy, but Lord have mercy. I've never met a man with small man syndrome, such small man syndrome before in my life. Well, I must say, I think what actually helped propel this this team forward was Bell made the decision that when he got hired that all of our home games were going to be primetime games. We always, under Dean and under Hatcher, we played at the same time as your normally we were playing at the same time as the CBS SEC game. Who in South Georgia is going to want to sit outside to watch a D2 game where they don't serve beer? <laughs> and instead of sitting in their own house in the AC, watching Georgia or Alabama or Florida play. I mean, you you, you didn't have to finish the question. You should have yeah. just stopped at beer, right? Uh, but yeah, I think we all agree uh, about Austin State um, is the place to be as far as championships go. Move on. Um, about what we need to talk about next. Uh, we talk about the Heisman. 
no, no, there's somebody you want to talk about, Lamorce? Um, someone who doesn't have a job anymore got booted right out of the NFL. Oh, yes, we need to talk about Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I still adhere to the fact that he, he, as soon as he realized that he was not going to do well, he was doing everything to sabotage this job so he didn't continue the narrative of leaving a place on his own terms. But I don't understand why he thought he was coming into the NFL and was going to do well to begin with. Like, like it, it's not the same as it's like every. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying it's not the same as uh, as in college where you can go get whoever you want. I mean, you're you're very limited on how, what you can get. But not exactly. I was not say, even like, that. Something on the same line. Huh? But like, not even that. You can't control people the way you want or the way you could with college athletes. You can't yeah, you're, you're, tell it's grown kids men versus adults. In that situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you see some of the best college coaches are not successful in college. I mean, in the NFL, unless you have like an owner that's willing to back you. That's that's the secret. The and, secret yeah, I mean, is is that. You have a short list of guys that have done it. Pete Carroll, Jimmy Johnson. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, yeah. Um, I guess Cliff Kingsbury right now. I mean uh, yeah, you not yet, I would say. Not yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say yet, but he would he he would be the next guy if he became if he was the next guy. But no, like that's my thing. It's just the fact that, like, you you could tell that. I mean, he doesn't know how to lead a team outside of like fear. Right. Um, there, there's not a lot of like you know building of men in his programs, as we can all tell that everywhere that he goes, like once he leaves, that like. The place may not be in shambles, but you find out there's a lot of shady stuff going on. So he hired a racist uh, and abusive strength coach. Hey, yeah, we said it at the time. (laughs) We said it at the time. He hired a bunch of people that were basically his yes men. And when you do that in the NFL and you have this superiority complex, that's not going to work because there's, for every, you know, intelligent football mind, there's probably a hundred of them across other NFL teams. So you need to to combine that wealth of knowledge rather than one person, you know, yeah. calling shots. But it's crazy to think that, that Tebow is, Tebow, who's such a, like, Christian man, is like, like, this is his guy. Well, I think it's his guy because he was the only, like, person that, like, vouched for him one when, like, when Tebow was coming out of college, yeah, he was highly touted, but even then, like, people were trying to make Tebow not a quarterback. Like, Florida was the only place that he real deal could have played quarterback back then. He couldn't have played quarterback at Alabama because as much as I love the guy, and he is a winner. Like, that's undoubtable. Like, the guy can't throw that good. No, he can't. And, yeah, so if you look at, like, if you look at his highlights in Florida, like, legitimately, he's throwing to a receiving court that's just as good as either Alabama's right now or uh, Ohio State's in the past when football at that time was predominantly a, a running game. Right. I mean, I mean, when you're throwing the Percy Harvin, Aaron Hernandez, <laughs> going forever, right? And, uh, yeah, it's like it, it, it makes <laughs> hush the voice. It makes you look a whole lot better than what you are. So I, I honestly believe that, like, that's what you're looking at. It's like he's the only guy that really ever believed in him. Right. If you, I know, no, I understand why he does. It's just kind of surprising when you think about that. When you just look at who Urban Meyer is as a man and who Tim Tebow is as a man, it's kind of, you know, when you look at it from that point in a vacuum, 
it's kind of surprising. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, I think also we, we get caught up in putting people, I guess, on a quote unquote pedestal. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that we're putting Tebow on that pedestal, but like we, we look up to him as um, a Christian figure or he's got, he's got the role model. Yeah. Right. Um, and we fail to realize that, you know, not everybody's life is perfect. Not everybody in everybody's life is perfect. No. So like, you know, there's, there's probably some skeletons in the closet with Tim Tebow, or he may be ashamed of Urban Meyer because, you know, he values him, but, right. but I don't, I don't look at it as a bad thing or as it being weird that Urban Meyer and Tebow are cool because I, I know I've, I've probably associated myself with, you know, some questionable people. Mm-hmm. Um, like I associate myself with you. So, I mean, I, I feel where you come from 100%. Right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I ain't ish. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on uh, to Heisman Trophy was awarded since the last time that we recorded. Uh, this is exactly who we expected to get at the beginning of the season, right? I mean, and if yeah. we're being completely honest, like, I mean, I said that I didn't think Spencer Rattler would have a good year. I mean, and go figure that was. We got to right. talk about him too. Let's get. Well, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, like so many of us failed to realize that Bryce John did have two Heisman moments during this season. The latter we will not talk about, but the first one playing against Auburn, going 97 yards in under two minutes and winning that game in quadruple overtime kind of solidified it. And then a victory in the SEC title game where he did have a dominant showing only added to that. Um, I will say that I believe that uh, Will Anderson was snubbed only because Aiden Hutchinson was a bigger name. If you look at the statistics pound for pound, Aiden Hutchinson had no business being uh, in New York at, at all whatsoever if we're going by numbers. Um, yeah, I, 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 I have a reason as to why he was there over who you're about to say should have been there. But go ahead. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I do feel like Will Anderson should have been a, a was a better selection. I And I get it. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, like, you know, he's a legacy. He broke um, he broke a school record or he broke his father's school record of sacks. And also, like, he had the most in-game tackles, or I think it was the most sacks, in an Ohio State versus Michigan game. But, like, that's one game. Um, I understand that it was great for TV. It was solid moments. But I can name four or five moments that I can look at Will Anderson and how he galvanized that Alabama defense to do better um, and how he led to stops in, in big games especially in the SEC title game, and yet he doesn't get his praises sung only because of the pure fact of the matter of is that what's-his-name is a legacy? In my opinion, that's what it seems like. C.J. Oh. Stroud, he definitely deserved to be there. Um, I forgot about the other things there. The, oh, and uh, the quarterback from Pitt, Pickett. which who, who said that Pitt was going to win the ACC this year? This guy. But yeah. Those other guys deserve to be there. I didn't agree with Aiden Hudson, even though he came in second place. But, you know, that's just me. Well, my, my thing is with that is that we know that the Heisman voting is very regional. And when you have to choose between Bryce Young and what was his name? Talking about Will Anderson? Will Anderson. They You have to pick Bryce Young over Will Anderson. That's the thing. You have to, yeah. Um, and so it 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 canceled. He probably if, if Bryce Young was not there, he probably would have been at least a finalist because uh, I believe he ended up being like fifth or sixth. So he was right there on the outside. <coughs> so I mean, I agree with you that he had a better 
he had a better uh, season than Hutchison did, but he just didn't have he. There was somebody in his way, if you know what I mean. To no, me, no, no, and. and- I, and I get that. I, I don't want you to think I disagree with you. I, I agree that the Heisman is recently voted 100% of the time. My question is is just this. Why? Like, it's an award that it's the best football player in college football. Like that's, that's I agree with you on that, but here's the thing. This is voted on by local writers, regional writers from around the country. And are you can we get normalize? Can, I'm sorry, not, I, mean, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I have to go on a rant because the, this is something that really ticks me off. Can we stop letting people who have done nothing in the sport, they've never coached, they've never watched a piece of game film, all they were were rejects that went to college and was like, hey, you know what? I'm a decent writer. What can I do? Oh, let me make money criticizing and analyzing something that I've never done probably since I've been five or six years old when I played peewee football, basketball, hockey, soccer, etc. Like, stop normalizing writers to do something when, hey, go figure, if you've never done it before, why does your opinion matter? You're, you're right. You're right. Uh, and that's why I'm saying that because you have that their account. They want think about it like this. You write for the Cincinnati Herald, I think is what theirs is. Are you gonna get more people to look at your article if CJ Stroud wins the Heisman or if Bryce Young wins the Heisman? And Cincinnati is definitely gonna be CJ Stroud. So of course they are going to vote for the best guy in their area because they're going to get more people to read their article if their guy, their local guy, wins the Heisman. Yeah. The only reason Joey, Joe Burrow was so successful because he was already, an, he was an Ohio guy that was playing in LSU. At LSU. Bang, bang. So, so of course, those upper Midwest guys were going to vote for him because it's a great story for them because their guy is still going to win the Heisman. Oh, yeah. No, Bryce Young's from California. All those guys, of course, all the Pacific guys are going to vote for him. So what I think the solution is, I think for, I guess, two issues. Um, One with defensive players never winning a Heisman, which, you know, is an issue. And then this regional thing. One, you can't vote for players in your region. Or you can't, um, however you do it, you know. And then two, make a defensive Heisman or something on that scale of Heisman, right. but for defensive players and have legitimate voting. Um, and, ha- and have, it, have as much coverage as, because they do have a defensive right. player of the year award, but they don't but cover they, it like they do the Heisman. My also like thing seven. too is when you win the Heisman, you, you, you become a voter for the Heisman as well. Mm, but I... We've got Can't so get many, behind that. but but here's my thing. They, they, but that, that that no that but that's a thing that it's it is a thing. Like they become a voter when they win the Heisman, and so my thinking is we've got enough Heisman champions still alive that they can vote right versus these reporters. My thing is I don't I don't think all Heisman winners watch college football, so. I, for criteria for voters, it would be great to have Heisman win- winners, but I still think they should be legitimately watching college yeah. football because there. I think there was a report earlier. But, but that, that the thing is, that's the same thing. That's the same issue with our regional writers. They're, right, they don't. All of the East Coast writers are not staying up till midnight to watch Oregon play or you know UCLA play. But there was a report out um, that one of the Heisman voters admitted that she doesn't watch college football at all. And they were voting based off of name, right. name recognition. And to, to me, that's an issue. Yeah. So at least I can say with like, um, what's it called? The college football playoff voters. They they're watching. watching they were yeah. watching the games. No, that, that's, I, you know, you're right. That is. 
do we need to have a committee instead of having just thousands of people to vote on the across the country? Or I wouldn't say that, but if you're going to do voting, have some sort of qualification. Yeah. Some something that guarantees that these people are actually, you know, watching or proof of trying some, to be some sort of proof of concept situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think you're going to get that. I think the the best way that you can, the best thing that you can do for the Heisman is attach it to the coaches' poll and have coaches vote for who they believe the Heisman is. If you have a player that's in the running for the Heisman or a player that can potentially make it, then you're no you're not allowed to vote because I mean a lot of things that happen with like say those writers and those people that have won Heisman in the past. They're still controlled by alumni at their schools. You really don't think that if an Ohio State player is up for the Heisman, that really shouldn't, like CJ Stroud, for example, you really don't think that, you know, the alumni were on the phone with those past Ohio State winners was like, hey, it'd be real nice if we could get another Heisman winner there. But knowing good and dang well, he didn't deserve it. A college coach, I think current, relevant, they watch college football. They have to because they're, they're college coaches. They watch film. And I believe that all FBS coaches should have a vote in who wins the Heisman. That, I don't I mean, know that, that makes just, sense. Honestly, I stopped looking at the AP poll. I've just more looked at the coaches poll to see really where, where especially with like Notre Dame, because there's such a media bias with Notre Dame. Look at the coaches poll. Okay, what are the coaches, how do the other coaches view this school, what do they, they would think they're as legitimate as the media as they are, and they're and the oh, yeah. and AP poll doesn't always match up with the coaches poll. It doesn't. I mean, there's teams that like that were like ranked 19th in the in the AP poll that are not that are not even in the coaches poll. Oh, 100 percent, and like that's my that that's my biggest issue with all this. And I mean, just to go one step deeper and then I'll get off of the rant. Like the reason why you have that happening is because like sports, as much as the media swears up and down that they can't stand it sometimes, the three things that the media make money off of, like politics, sports, and crime. Like, I hate to say it, but like, those are the three things that sell in the media. So it's like, if you take sports away from from them and you don't allow them to vote on stuff that they really don't even know about, then that, I'm telling you, a whole bunch of people lose jobs. And I don't even think that we even watch anything like a first take or any of this. So it's so integrated in what we do, it'll probably never change. But I, I need to understand how Stephen A. Smith gets a say in anything or should get get to vote in the MVP it gets a, a MVP vote. How does Jalen and I and I and I'll give it to Jalen Rose. At least Jalen Rose played. Mm-hmm. So I respect his opinion a little bit more. But like Skip Bayless, if he got a vote, what is why? Why? My son and my new He's gonna he's gonna vote for an Oklahoma guy. That's that's who would win the Heisman every single year if he had it. Like legit, like this guy right here averaged more points than Skip Bayless in high school. He did. Yeah. He did. So yeah, what what does what what can you tell me about sports? I don't know. So frustrates me. I I think I get where y'all are coming from, but I think also you're operating under the standpoint that everybody that plays sports is consistently watching it still. And even though Skip and Stephen A, they didn't play, well, Skip, Stephen A played. Um, Skip. (laughs) But, you know, they... Claims he played in college, but, like, there's no record of him actually playing in college. That is true. He was on, He he was on a team... He claimed to play at Vanderbilt. Yeah, he no, graduated. He played, from he played at um, Winston Salem. No, that's Stephen no, A. That's talking Stephen about. A. Or, talking yeah. about. Oh no, Skip didn't play at all. He, he, but he claims he played. No, he played walked on at Vanderbilt. No, Skip didn't play. We we know Was, we know he yeah. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Skip did not play. Was not. Um, 
but at least I will give them the benefit of the doubt compared to certain writers, like the regional ones or for people who are only reporting on on a specific team. They do follow the sport. They do have some sort of knowledge of what's going on. And okay, granted, so you may disagree you may disagree with their knowledge of it. Mm -hmm. They at least they at least watch something and they they're watching a lot of it compared to some voters. So if we're going to have media, I would rather have someone who covers the national thing rather than just a specific team or. Yeah, or no, local writers should not be involved in this. You have to be at a national level. No, I agree. I'm just asking, like, so could, would it be fair to say that we should get at least, I don't know, would it be fair to say that we could get someone that watches the sport and has credentials and like kind of like what JT was alluding to earlier that we only allow folks that are that have qualifications to watch I mean to have a say or a vote I think that that's better I mean yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all down for you know specific qualifications and I think college football can also take a, a note out of the NBA's all-star voting minus the fan voting. But like the NBA has coaches that vote. Um, and I think players vote as well. It's part of their NBA vote. I don't remember. But, you know, they have multiple people voting and then they combine. The fan vote is only a, a portion of that voting. So if you have players or coaches voting and you have media voting and you have um, whoever else like you combine all of that to pick a winner a for, um, yeah, have, have a formula in certain certain right. like certain categories like like uh like with the pro bowl i know like nba and uh, or excuse me nfl players their votes count more than a fan vote does mm -hmm. uh yeah that yeah so that, that that would make a lot of sense too yeah you still have a say but you know, Joe Schmo from, from, you know, the Valdosta Daily Times, uh, his, his vote does not count the same as uh, Herschel Walker's vote. Yeah. Ooh, bad. Yeah, bad not, person, not but. Not bad, bad, yeah, bad person. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think anybody respects Herschel Walker right now. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, and this is coming from a UGA oh, sorry, fan. Yes, I needed, I needed, I needed that one. <laughs> yeah, Herschel Her Walker, he needs to go get uh, his son. Oh man! One uh, more, let's go get your kids. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> F them kids. <laughs> Come here, buddy. Come here, buddy. You hear me laughing at them? You're not Herschel Walker's son. No, you're not. No, you're not. I know. I know. I know. Why you have you're to tell him that? Him. Now he's upset. He's not a millionaire. Last time we were on, we had, it was when we talked about the college football playoff rankings. Um, and we talked about, we mostly talked about what we were mostly looking back when we talked about them. Let's look forward uh, and let's have a legitimate conversation about who is winning these games. I think we can skip over the Alabama-Cincinnati game. Um, Dang, I have Cincinnati in the upset. <laughs> and a, you're talking about like in a betting upset, right? Like they, they beat the spread, not, not but like win, win outright. <laughs> outright by 20. That's just that's just pettiness right there. That's not that's not that's just. Yeah. I, I think Alabama can even cover the spread. It's a thirteen and a half point spread right now. Yeah, there. This going to be a massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll we we all agree on that game. Assume, isn't that right, so Solomon? You 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 believe Alabama's going to win by more than uh, thirteen and a half points over you, Cincinnati? Uh, they better, y'all. All I'm saying is, y'all better respect folks. That's all I'm saying. 
Now let's talk about the uh, the Georgia Michigan game. The spread currently is eight points in favor of Georgia. I think that's a little high. Uh, I'm not saying Georgia's gonna lose this game, but I don't think eight an eight point spread. I think that's that's a big spread for a game like this. Wait, who's who's got the who who's up in the spread? Georgia. Georgia. Or? Georgia's got an eight is an eight point favorite right now. Ooh. I think I think that's accurate. I don't, once, I don't know. I don't once know again, about that. I, like I said last week, Michigan's strength on, in terms of offense plays exactly into Georgia's strength in terms of defense. So Georgia's going to be able to stop the run. Um, Michigan doesn't have a QB that's going to light up the scoreboard or anything close. Um, I honestly think Stetson Bennett may be a better QB than what Michigan has. Um, what? What it comes down, what it comes down to is can Georgia score on Michigan's defense? And Michigan has a has a fairly decent defense, but don't make me don't make me cuss in front of my son Lamore. Don't don't be this blasphemous. Don't cussing last night. Well, because this boy had me tired. Anyway. (laughs) All right. You ready? Hey, June. I'm about to show you how daddy works, okay? I'm about to put him on speaker. Listen, I do agree that Georgia is the better team, okay? I will, And that's where our agreement stops, okay? We are not going to sit here and disrespect, downright disrespect, the fact that you're saying that Stetson Bennett, a dentist, this man needs to go and fill in my freaking cavities, okay? Tell him I need him. I'm a grown man that still got cavities. I'm a grown man and I ain't got no cavities. It's part of the part of the joke, JT. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he is a decent game manager. That is it. He is a decent game manager playing with future NFL talent. And you know this is true. Now, what do I think Georgia will do? I say Georgia wins by three. I say it's a game-winning field goal. But to say that y'all are just going to walk over Michigan, all I'm telling you is, remember what happened Whoa. last time? Hold up. We didn't say walk. Like? I didn't say walk over Michigan. I said they they could cover the spread. So that's like a touchdown and maybe a field goal. You're talking about two-score winning. The two-score Win. I don't see that right. happening, bro. That's I can see I can see them winning by ten. I can I easily think. see. Now I don't think they're going to win by 14, 20 plus. No, but ten I could give Georgia. But here's my thing, and there may be recency bias. All I'm saying is, is that the last time, the last time we were here, and we talked about we you underranked Michigan's offense. Look what they did to Ohio State. Then we're talking about look at Georgia's defense and look what was done to it by Bama. I'm not saying Georgia is a bad team. All I'm saying is if your defense does not hold them to under 17, you're going to lose the game. That's my prediction. That is that is my my telltale sign with Georgia. Georgia has got to be overwhelmingly better on defense because I don't think your offense can but, keep up with anybody scoring wise. But here's the thing. I'm saying Michigan offensively is not Alabama offensively. True. I've been saying Alabama, Ohio State, because they have the QBs and the type of offense, they can beat Georgia. They can score on Georgia. It's the teams that rely on the run or play action that are the teams that are going to struggle against Georgia because Georgia's defense lacks secondary help. And unfortunately, Kate McNamara is not that sort of QB at all. And Stetson Bennett is factually better than Kate McNamara oh right now. God. I don't think no. I don't think Stetson Bennett is some godsend QB, but he is better than Cade McNamara. Oh my gosh, bro. See, this this is why I'd be like, I'd be wanting Georgia to be successful. I really do, because I spent half of my life in that. But it's the Georgia fans like you that I'm just like, you know what? Solo, what did I'm I say Michigan that was wrong? Michigan burning to the ground. Solo, what did I say that was wrong? 
bro. What what specifically I, I, I is wrong sorry. about I'm sorry. I'm, okay, okay. Everything that you're saying up until the fact that you're saying that your quarterback is better, it he's not. So I what have you, you seen he, from Kate McNamara that makes you think he's better? I've seen him be a legitimate powerhouse this year. I have yet no, to see you've this seen, quarterback. You've seen Michigan beat them. They were leaning on Hassan Haskins on scoring. When they put up 42 last week against whoever, they were leaving it on their running back. Everything is going through their running back. Hold on. Kate hold on, McNamara has only hold put on up now. 15 touchdowns this entire hold year. Hold on now. Hold on. Did you know? Did you know? I got you. No, I'm saying you, it's cap. All I'm going to say is this. If that is the case, Lamores, then I can say the exact same thing about your quarterback. Because you want to know what? I, I Until he played Bama, he was throwing a lot of open passes to a lot of better receivers. That doesn't mean that he was spinning balls into any tight windows or anything that was spectacular. That's not that's oh, not oh, anything so, on, that's not talk. what i'm saying i'm saying they're but both I'll let you talk. okay but hold on. solo they're both, you see, you see they're both game you managers you. but you're you're saying other stuff that i wasn't saying i wasn't pointing out throwing into windows i was not pointing out any sort of talent that steps in bennett that makes his stats you know look inflated i'm saying kate mcnamara has not done anything to show that he's better than stetson what has Kate done? He's done absolutely nothing. Hey, all I'm saying is he's won his talking, conference championship. That's what he's done. That's that he's won his conference championship. His team, he, his, he, oh, he didn't do more. anything. Oh my god, he did absolutely nothing. nothing. If we're talking about someone not doing his, his team doing things and him not doing anything, no, no but, hey, but at least in the games that no you passes. know, Georgia. He, he went for 160. He went for 169 yards against Iowa. Come on now. Okay. That's it. That and one touchdown. They didn't need one to touchdown. Was, they were, one, the run game was one so touchdown good. He didn't need to throw the ball. But that's what they've leaned on all year. That's typical for Kate McNamara. That's why I'm saying, like, his stats, him, his, the way he passes, that's fairly typical. They won 42 they, to 3. He didn't need to throw the ball. In the second half. Right. But that's every that is every game for Michigan. That's that's my point. He is not that QB. He is not someone. So so what happens if Michigan's rushing game is stopped? Same thing. What hey. happens to what's his name when the defense isn't playing well, Lamores? Hey. Bum, bum, bum. hey, we still scored 24 with a terrible offense against okay. the better defense. passer rating versus the AP top 25. Is 144.6. Mm -hmm. So he can't throw? He, 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 he can't he can't he can't lead the team throwing? He's not leading the team. No. He's he's dumping it off. He's supplementary to the run game. Oh, he's not Lordy. running that offense. Just like Stetson Bennett is supplementary to the defense, but we're not ready to have that conversation like mature Dang. college football fans. Dang. You're right. He is supplementary to the defense, but in terms of their offense. Stetson was leading the team more so than the running backs. Our running game was been trash this year, if we're being quite honest, compared to Georgia standards. We're going to agree to disagree on this. All I'm saying is I think JT can see the similarities that I'm trying to throw down. And all I all I will say is to that point is that you cannot say that Stetson Bennett is a defending, uh, a definitive better quarterback than he is when we have yet to see Stetson Bennett do anything against a quality team. And we've seen that from McNamara. Just saying. We have not seen Stetson Bennett do anything against a quality top so, five team. Top five. So, so basically, if they don't do anything against Alabama, which he, he didn't play great, but he still put up better – he put up 340 yards and three touchdowns against Alabama. But, you know, we we ignored that fact because they lost and, and they didn't go for no, full. Or they not, didn't take the points. Either. They could have easily put up 30 points against Alabama. It's, our defense didn't stop anybody. But we didn't take field goals when we had the chance. Instead, Kirby went for it on fourth down. But, you know, that's 
that's the biasness of it because you know I'm I'm a Georgia fan and I I don't actually watch football. No, and I agree with you. I agree with you up until the point at which you say that I didn't say that he didn't do anything. The only big game that he's had was Bama. And I'm you, sorry. You said, not, you said specifically he didn't do anything against a good team. And he specifically I, did I, something against Alabama. He did right, something. Okay, so right, let's, let's move okay. on from it. This conversation is going nowhere with y'all two. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying George is going to lose that game, but they're not going to win by more than eight points. I'm, I'm calling that right now. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I don't see it. But here's another question for you. Outside of the New Year's Six Bowls, What's a bowl game that you actually care about watching? Because uh, obviously those ones we're going to watch, but which one you're like, oh, I'm going to sit down and make sure I watch this game for sure. I'm definitely about to cut on the Jacksonville State. I mean, the Jackson State, the HBCU yeah. one. I mean, if we're being quite honest, the only games that I really care about are, are the playoff games. At this right. Point. No, of course. But um, I'm saying outside of that, which right, well, you had to pick I, one game. What would it be? I mean, Jackson State, but yeah, it's it's not fair because of how they have bowl games set up now. Right now, if if it was like one national championship game, and then you know they had um, the New Year Six, and the New Year Six meant something or or whatever, right. or or New Year's just in general bowls, it, it would be different but there's to me there's no good matchups even looking at the peach bowl this year who wants to watch pittsburgh and michigan state not now without their quarterback and with michigan state without their running back michigan state's gonna win that in the landslide mm -hmm. yeah. uh i kind of like seeing houston versus auburn um just because i feel like i think auburn might lose to a a non-power five team there what's gonna oh my bad where is bo nick gonna go I don't know. Um, they were talking about Ole Miss, potentially, mm -hmm. but... That might not be a bad place. Yo. Like who knows? Yo, if he went to Ole Miss, bro, and beat the snot out of Auburn, oh my gosh. I, I would actually root for Ole Miss next year, even though they're still going to lose to Bama. But Another game that might be good is uh, Wake Forest versus A&M. No, A and M is going to be about like fifty. <laughs> you really think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not going to be close. Um, did you, did, did you did somebody it? on this podcast say that Wake Forest was going to be the best team in the ACC? Yeah, that's hey, not saying much. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, let's we'll start with petty moment. The petty moment. We'll get at. Well, then we'll hit final thoughts. Oh, he's spitting up his food. I'll, I'll go with mine. Uh, Solomon, you get kicked out of this one. So, uh, kid was walking down the hall wearing an Alabama hoodie. Health teacher is a big Georgia fan and was like, oh, hey, is this a, a ugly Christmas sweater day? Is that what you're wearing for it? And uh, one, of the kid, one of the other kids was like, dang, you're getting bullied by a teacher. And the kid responded with, yeah, just like they got bullied in the championship game. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm talking about. Teach them right, my boy. <laughs> what do y'all got? Oh, Solomon was a little busy. He doesn't have a petty moment. Yeah, Except I, for maybe anything, anything April said to him during during the uh, the birth. Yeah, no, I was not her favorite person whatsoever. <laughs> I've never been told something was my fault so many times. All right, I guess we'll move on to final thoughts. <laughs> Uh, my, final, my final thoughts is, is that even though, thank you, dog, you are a champ. Uh, my final thoughts are, um, even though he is delusional, Lamorris is still a smart man. Even though, like I said, I guess we'll have to wait till December 31st to, for my point to be proven. Although I do like Stephen Bennett to win. Go dogs. You just want to play him against you, you could beat him again. Uh, They're not going to win twice. I hope. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> <He> hopes. <laughs> that um, was a very, very weak. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my final thoughts. I think 
it's important that we take a moment of silence. Um, we lost, I guess, an era um, that's been near and dear to my heart. And it's pretty close to this podcast. So um, if you all just want to take a moment and um, think about the end of Solo's hoeing days now that he's got a son. Oh my God. Uh, what? Okay. You know? All right. Uh, my final thoughts are uh, thank you to Congress actually saying that player, you can't tell a player he can't get, uh, make money off his name, image, and likeness. Because um, now this, uh, this, you know, proves this allows that you can go to a D2 school, you can go to an FCS school um, and still be successful because guys have been going to the league from those small schools anyways. I mean, think about, really look at your, their top players in the NFL. Did they, did, did the majority of them go to a major level, high level school that was winning championships year in and year out? No, they weren't. They were, you're, you're talking about Mahomes at Texas Tech, talking about uh, Carson Wentz, that was from North Dakota State, Kenny Moore from Valdosta State. Uh, list can go, this goes on and on for that. You don't have to be at the elite school. You don't have to go to Alabama. You don't have to go to Georgia. I mean, think about in the NFL, other than Matt Stafford, do we have a starting quarterback from Georgia? No. And other than Tua, right, uh, I guess maybe Jalen Hurts, we don't really have a lot of starting quarterbacks from Alabama. So uh, NIL gives you that opportunity to have that have to to be successful in college at a small school um, allows you to play places that you still can get recruited from and go to the NFL um, and have a good career. The shade towards Mac was strong in that last comment. <laughs> oh shoot! I completely <laughs> forgot about Mac Jones. <laughs> oh man, poor guy. But no, but no, you're right. Um, but also with that, you know. Shouts out to college football becoming NFL junior because everybody's getting paid now. No, um, they, and they should be. They should be. Yeah. I want to see that movie, uh, What is that, National Champion? Is that what that movie called? Yeah. That looks I want to see that. Also, need to go see Spider-Man. I yeah. won't spoil it, but it's it's really good. That's what and I've been told. Tell yeah, we. I got to go see it in the theaters sometime, sometime this week. All right, uh, with that, I guess we'll get out of here. See y'all next time. See y'all. Y'all have a great day.